Today we are talking about a man named Charles Soberach who is a mass murderer, a serial killer and Interpol's most wanted man. His nicknames are the Bikini Killer and oh. the Serpent. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Those are very very different names. So, hi guys. What's <laughs> up and welcome back to another episode of Homebrewed. Hi. Let's get into it, okay? <laughs> um yeah, as I was saying, his name is Hechand Baunani Gurumukh Charles Sobaraj. Wow. Yes. How was his mouthful. intro? Did you like his intro? Yes, hell yes. Like his nicknames are like two whole separate spectrums. Right? Yes. The serpent. The yes. dun. Dun dun. Oh uh, yeah, the bikini killer. Like yes. So <laughs> I am so interested to know how he got them. There is an entire eight part series on BBC primetime drama all on this man, okay? Wow, he is he famous. has traveled around the entire Southeast Asia, wow. leaving a trail of bodies. <laughs> mm. I don't know where do I begin. Like, there is freaking. This is a four. Oh my god, this is a one, two, three, four, six page. That's definitely the longest. That's definitely the longest. Okay. So let's start from when he was born. He was born in 1940 in Saigon, Vietnam to a Vietnamese mother and a Indian father. Mm-hmm. Now, the Indian father kind of left. They weren't married. The mom and dad weren't married when he was born. The dad abandoned his mom because he wasn't really keen in having a child and he didn't really like Charles. Mm-hmm. And so the mom resented the son for this because in her mind, it's like, oh, it's because of the son. My lover doesn't want me. Oh, wow. And so she always had this like, oh, God, my son, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Started off real bad, right? Yeah. The Vietnam mom met a French policeman mm-hmm. and they got married and they moved to France and they kind of lived happily ever after mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until cute. they started having their own children. Oh, okay. Yeah. The father, the French father, refused to give his own um, name to Charles. So Charles oh. ended up being just Charles Soberach. His end last name didn't change to his French father's name. That's really mean. That's yeah. like super harsh. And so the other children all had the same last name yeah. except Charles Soberach. And at this point, Charles felt like an unwanted outsider. Yeah. And as a French policeman, he kind of got hurt in the line of duty and he was in physical therapy and a oh. lot of money was going into that. Yeah. And so it you can already know like financial struggles financial burdens and at this point the french father was like oh god like do i have to pay for another mouth to feed Mm -hmm. and this only he only felt this way towards charles disgusting literally disgusting and that's what they say right this kind of unwanted like mean anything bad attention going towards a child it it really shapes them yeah literally just trauma and so he started becoming kind of a deviant like he was such a delinquent just very like disobedient Mm -hmm. and he just started to act out you know yeah and so although um Charles's real biological father, Indian yeah. father, didn't mm-hmm. like him. In Charles's mind, his dad was like a hero. Aww. To be exact, right? What he says is that he's his dad is a mythic historic figure. 
Wow. In wow. his mind. This is how he envisions, like imagines his dad to be. Wow, that's and so from really France, tragic. yeah, from France he always like likes to sneak up on boat and ships travelling towards India. Yeah. And try to go and sneak to see his dad. Mm-hmm. But his father never wanted to see him. His father did yeah. not like the idea of having a son or mm-hmm. having a family. He was an Indian tailor. Mm-hmm. And so every time he got caught in the middle, he would send him back to France and then yeah. his parents would come and pick him up and they would have to pay a fee to bail him out for his like the trip. I mean, yeah. your son just took a trip with us like you need to pay for the trip. It's not free. <laughs> yeah. And so at this point his father is already spending loads of money on physical therapy. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh my god, on on top of feeding you and taking care of you and sending you to school, now I have to bail you out every single time you try to escape to your biological dad who doesn't mm-hmm. even want you." That's honestly really sad. Like it's yeah. a really really sad. It's a very I guess story. his entire childhood is just filled with abandonment and yeah. negative energy and like negative longingness attention. or something he doesn't even have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, he just turn down the wrong horrible path okay mm-hmm. um yeah. when he was just a child he um did burglary and a lot of um petty theft petty crimes mm-hmm. stealing shoplifting this is always where it starts it always yeah. starts with the petty crimes and then this resulted him in going to prison the prison was called poisy and it's a prison in france yeah and in Poissy it's actually a really hostile environment but oh. he managed to get through it with his knowledge of karate wow and he yeah. really fought his way through prison yeah and okay it's either karate or in the beginning and then also he was very charming he really knew people he really knew how to talk how mm-hmm. to manipulate hence his nickname the serpent because he's oh. a master manipulator yeah. Yep. And so he started to brief- befriend a volunteer. This volunteer's name is Felix and he's a very wealthy young volunteer mm-hmm, who yeah. comes to the prison to help inmates with letter writing to their family, help mm-hmm, them with any yeah. legal charges like, you know, like small lawyer jobs kind of here and mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just a volunteer job, right? And yeah. he befriends um Charles and the two of them became like literally best friends and to the point that Felix even tried to reconcile Charles's relationship with his mom and dad. Whoa. Yeah, but it was to no avail because the parents were just like, nah man, uh, we're they washing our hands. Stubborn. They know they just wash their hands on him. It's like we've had in we had we have enough kids to take care of. Mm-hmm. We don't need a delinquent on top of all of this. This is disgusting, yeah. yeah. I guess they also had a lot of a lot to deal with financially because of the injury that um, the father is going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so once he got out, he kind of moved in. He got out on parole and he moved in with Felix in a giant mansion. Like I said, wow. Felix is a very wealthy man. It's and kinda, at this it, point, it's kind of sweet that this wealthy, wealthy guy mm, is doing volunteer work in a no, prison. No, I mean it. I mean yes, that like that alone, like mm. not this whatever this is, but like that yeah. alone is kind of nice. But at this point, we should also note on how manipulative and how, um, how much of a sociopath. Yeah. Charles is because he's so good right, at adapting right. to different people. He's so good at um, charming people. Mm-hmm. You know, this is definitely going somewhere like horrible. I can't really oh tell. Oh my god, you have no idea. <laughs> okay, so 
then Charles started to leave live a double life in the mornings uh-huh. he would you know go to work service and do stuff for wealthy families that have connection with Felix right so he would help so he got in a job. any ways yeah okay whatever jobs they gave him he would just do for the wealthy mm-hmm. and the rich people right yeah. and then by night because that's who he really is that's the kind of thing that his calling that's what really he wants to do truly mm-hmm. he got involved in the criminal underworld Right. Right. So he started to just, you know, do small scams, cons, mm-hmm. theft, burglary. But because of his um prison time, he became more aware of how to not get caught. Mm-mm. So it's just the knowledge yeah. from experience. Yeah. So he did it really smartly now, so yeah. that he won't get caught and he won't jeopardize his friendship and you know connections. Well, he's really living at the age. Yeah. And so he falls in love with a lady named Chantel. He's she's mm-hmm. a French woman. And Chantel's completely oblivious to whatever he's doing, okay? Mm-hmm. She thinks that he is such a good guy. Such right. a great guy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's yeah. so wrong. And so he borrowed so much of money from everyone. Um, stole a car and brought her to a casino where they gambled away all of the money. He lost all of the money. Oh no! And he was really upset with her because during the entire time he was proposing to her, and mm. she kept saying, <laughs> "No, stop it! You're just joking." She kept um pushing the yes away mm-hmm. until finally he got into the car with her and he sped and refused to slow down or stop until she agreed to marry him. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, this guy is crazy. Yeah, that sounds like some Joker and Harley Quinn yeah. type of shit, right? Right, yeah. And so the police saw that, you know, he was speeding down. They noted yeah. that this car was a stolen car. Ooh, and yeah. they chased him down and arrested him. And he got jailed for 18 months for stealing the car. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. And here's what happened, right? The yeah. um Chantel's parents, they didn't even like um Charles because mm-hmm. they said that what is he like a he's like freaking Indian Vietnam, like you're French, like there's no way you can marry him. They were just like Oh, one really, of those kind of parents. They were really traditional and they wanted, you know, like a a French Frenchman yeah. for her to marry but she really loved him mm-hmm. despite the fact that he just threatened her life for <laughs> yeah, wedding that's for marriage yeah. that is literally just like toxic so toxic but she loved him and even despite him being in jail she stuck by him and oh, she wow. was just like no I'm gonna wait for my mans to come out to marry him so like she literally fell in love with him and she thought he was such a good guy and even after she, he gets she jailed, thinks that he's a good guy all the way throughout so everything he literally stole a car she yeah she, she was like oh it's because of me he wanted to propose to me yeah so and then finally when he was in jail right he started to do some conning and scamming um, I don't know how, but he managed to save some money wow. while he was in prison. Very efficient. Yeah, very efficient. And when he came out, he showed Chantel's parents the money. Like, see, I got money. I'm rich. By the way, he tricked Chantel to 
to thinking that he's some rich, wealthy guy back in Vietnam. Wow. When he's not. Like, his yeah, entire family is in France. What you mean? Yeah. Yeah, and so he tricked her. But with this money, he showed them, like, hey, look, I have money. I can take care of Chantel. Yeah. And so the parents were like, fine, okay, like, you have money. That's all I want my daughter to have a good life. Mm-hmm. Where she doesn't have to worry about money. Yeah. And... So they proceed to have a baby and then they proceed to go to um, Bombay. How do they get to Bombay? Um, so he said um, to Felix, like, hey, I want to borrow your car for a day trip with Chantel. And Felix yeah. was like, yeah, man, take it, like, borrow wow. it. But he steals the car and drives it all the way to Bombay. Now, oh why is he going to Bombay? It's because, you know, all the scams and everything? Yeah. Yeah, bad checks. Like, all of the finances and everything. Yeah. Like, it was going to be caught by the police. Mm-hmm. People were going to notice that he was scamming and conning them. Yeah. And so, he had to flee before everyone realized what was happening. Yeah, yeah. And so, he fleed from the country. And yeah. on his way to Bombay... Literally leaving a trail of people that he scammed and robbed on the way. Wow. Chantel still no clue at all. Oh my god. Okay, you have to like give him some credit for being this... He's such yeah. a good like con man. Like, mm-hmm. very That's big... what I'm saying. He's so charming. That's yeah. why they call him a serpent. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm genuinely like wow at how yeah. he's even doing this. And so they get to Bombay and they give birth. And in Bombay, they meet like a society, like an ex French people community. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and so they're all like rich people who, you know, are from like French nationalities. Wow. Yeah, and so he he mixed with them, mingled with them, he and Chantel and their newborn adorable little baby were very well liked and very well welcomed into the community. Mm-hmm. And so that's where he starts. One of his biggest scams yet, it's a um, stolen car brokerage where he finds he steals really hard to find American or European cars yeah. and he sells it to all these rich people who are homesick and who love western cars mm-hmm, wow. because they're in India you know yeah. the cars are different from in Asia than in America yeah and so he steals them from Pakistan or Iran and mm-hmm. he sells it in India to all these wealthy people and that's how he makes money. And he's really wow. smart about it because you can't just import and export a car yeah. for no Especially reason. Especially if it's stolen. Especially a stolen car. But yeah. that's where he, this is his biggest like getaway is that India or like a lot of countries in Southeast Asia are very, very easy to corrupt officials. And so that's all he does. He keeps corrupting. He keeps giving them bribery. He keeps giving them money under the table. Wow. He calls it greasing their hands. (laughs) Yeah. This was just like what skyrocketed everything for him. He had so much of money. He was doing so well. Yeah. And he even started like stealing jewelries, beautiful gems and everything for his wife. Yeah. The only reason he was doing these gems for his wife is because she was getting really upset that he's never in Bombay with her. Because he's going to Pakistan, he's going to Iran, he's travelling, meeting clients, getting them cars, this and that. And so he was really like all around the world and she was just a French lady in Bombay with a child. Uh Like, excuse me, where are ya? Yeah. Yeah. 
but he's like here's a jewel here's a gem be happy and she's like got it like <laughs> i love it and here the only flaw that charles had at this point was yeah. that he was super freaking addicted to gambling he oh. loved gambling and you already know he's going to lose money. so much money he yeah. lost so much money he loved gambling in macau and so he lost so much money to the point that he was in debt he oh. had to pawn and give away all of the gems and jewels that he got his wife are you kidding me yeah and That's you don't so mess dumb. with macau yeah it's so dumb literally like he he's so good at conning all these people he got all this money but he just yeah he just blows it like that's why he's dumb to me that's why he's being dumb yeah and you don't mess with macau like macau gangsters or like macau like the gambling scene is like a whole different thing like the authorities there they will not just like easily let you slide by easily let you scam or con them okay like they are rough mm-hmm. and like violent and they will make sure that they chase you to the depths of the world for their money back Wow. And so at this point is where he meets a Frenchman, Charles meets a Frenchman, and this Frenchman's like, "Yo, I got you. Let me help you. Let me help you get out of this debt. Yeah. I know of a brilliant heist." Yeah. To rob a jewel store and get all the money. Not just yeah. get money enough to pay your debts, but enough for you to live a luxurious life. Ooh. Ooh, right? And yeah. so Charles was like, "Bring it on. Like, what's the plan?" And so their plan was to rob a jewelry store. So how the jewelry store is, it's in the bottom, it's on the level 1, and then on top of the jewelry store is a hotel. Ooh. And so they rented a room and they drilled through the floor. Oh, wow. <laughs> Some movie shit right here. <laughs> yeah, they drilled through the floor to the Okay, but wouldn't that make like a lot of noise? They found a way to make it quiet at night. They drilled at night when there Isn't was no one. Isn't that worse? Yeah. <laughs> no, listen. They were drilling for days and days, and nothing happened. Like they were not reaching the floor at all. They were not reaching the jewelry <laughs> store at all. So I yeah, guess it's like a straight up movie. Yeah, and so I guess they they knew that that plan would never work ever. So they just straight up went to the guy, the manager of the store. Held him at gunpoint, took the key, tied him up in the hotel room, and robbed the whole jewelry store. I like how they just gave up on drilling through the floor. Like yo, there's a huge hole in the floor. Yeah, and so they got all of the bags, and Charles was about to board to take a flight, yeah. or train. I don't know to Bombay, back to Bombay, back right. to home sweet home to his wife. Right. Yeah. And the store manager got loose from his. ropes yeah. and then immediately informed the police and the police immediately locked down the entire airport. Oh. And Charles had no choice but to leave everything there and run. Wow. Yeah. That's so all that pity. for nothing. Yeah. 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 And so in Bombay he went back to being his stolen car sales brokerage. Wow. Yeah. Yes, intense. That was just a whole yeah. And so somehow obviously the authorities managed to catch up to him and he was being um arrested for jewel theft. You see this is why you wear a mask when you rob a place. Yeah. But don't rob a place that's dumb. He proceeded to then ask his wife to help him get him out of jail um mm-hmm. by kind of drugging the police. 
Oh, I'm sorry, what? He went, so in prison, he said that he has an ulcer, his stomach really hurt. They were like, okay, okay, fine. They brought him all the way to um the hospital and they did a surgery on him to remove his appendix. Although, there was absolutely no need to Are remove your... Are you kidding your, me? Yeah. You they, only, they don't do any scans to make sure that his... <laughs> he, you only need to remove your appendix when they are burst, yeah. when they hurt in, when they are in severe pain. Yeah, like when but his about to was burst or something. fine. His was perfectly okay. So why and they, they just proceeded to do the surgery on him. And at this point is when his wife comes in with chloroform, proceeds to chloroform the security guards working and herself so that it doesn't look like she's the one who did it. Oh, wow. And then he... Wow, this wife is really just like... You, like, can I just ask her something? Do you still think your husband is a good guy? Like, at this point in the story, does she still think the husband is a good guy? Or should she just turn to the life of crime? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and so, she then um, wakes up and is arrested. Mm-hmm. Because the judge, the police, they did not believe that... <laughs> Um, oh look this random care. girl is chloroformed along with all the security he also was caught yeah and she was also arrested she got out um, but he he kind of um, just had to go through his sentence right yeah. okay and so then um, they moved to Kabul and in Kabul they um, proceeded to scam Con and you know started his nonsense again trying to get money yeah. and he got arrested again because the hotel that he stayed in he didn't pay them for two months and they got oh, oh. annoyed and they <laughs> called the police on him and so he got arrested and he did the exact same hospital escape by wow. you know getting them to by drugging them and then running out of there wow this yeah is like one of the yeah like most yeah. interesting um police jail escapes yeah like no i know like literally no, he doesn't want to escape normally he's like okay first i'm gonna pretend that i'm sick they're gonna bring me to a hospital then i'll drug them yes that is a good plan <laughs> <laughs> and so he then proceeds to iran where he continues thieving away he, he continues to run <laughs> he runs what? Because I ran. Okay. <laughs> okay, if you're done having your punny moment. Um, he travelled the world scamming, conning, making money. His marriage ended at this point because his wife oh, wow. was just like, you know what? I'm at Kabul all alone. You're never here with me and you're not even sending me money anymore and she's just had enough of this life and yeah. she just proceeds to leave him so she finally noticed like the gigantic red flags that were like being slapped in her face she finally decided to be like oh this is a red flag bye and so finally in turkey he meets his brother andrea andrea <laughs> okay yeah. andrea he meets his brother andrea and so his brother, he, you know, once Charles, when he was young, referred to Andrea as, like, just a tool to use to do things that he didn't want to do. Wow. That's how he's, he views people, as just tools so to manipulate and use. Very sociopathic, huh? Very sociopathic, yes. And so they proceeded to do a money heist in Turkey. 
and then they robbed tourists in Athens and then finally they got arrested in Greece mm-hmm. and here's what Charles did right Charles told to Andreas like hey just to confuse the police we both should switch identities so that they will be thrown off oh and so they proceeded to tell the police that hey I'm Andreas and hey he's Charles and so in Charles's mm-hmm. mind it's like you know yeah. what I did way much more crime than he has ever done so if they oh. believe me to be Andreas I'll get away with a lighter sentence but he's just gone around so many places thieving away oh conning god. scamming so he's going to get it worse than Dude, me Dude he's such a manipulator oh my god And so again just like all the other times he escaped yeah. he escaped this investigation saying that he was sick Yeah. And drug the police officer and fled. Mhm. And then the police were like, "You know what? It's fine. Let him go. He's just Andrea. He's not important as important yeah. as Charles." And then wow, Andreas And then Andreas was like, "Na na na. I'm Andreas. He's Charles. Like, here's my paper. Well, you just let him leave in Turkey." Yeah. No, no, no. Turkey weren't happy about this. They were yeah. like, "Excuse me." It's so hilarious to me like they didn't have any pictures of him at all they just were like okay yeah they all just rolled with it they arrested Andreas and kept him in prison wow and so Charles now you know he's fleeing he's traveling and he met a French Canadian lady named Marie and mm-hmm. they kind of fell in love and they became partners in crime mm-hmm. they robbed together wow. they conned together they did everything together And at this wow. point is where Charles wanted a group, a circle. He, he wanted, wanted a gang. Charles Manson. He wanted to be Ooh. a cult leader. Oh. Oh. He wanted a cult for himself. Wow. And so he's very interesting. And so he proceeded to meet a French boy named Dominique and he drugged Dominique and made sure that he was ill. brought him back to his house where he cared for him mm-hmm. locked his safe his belongings mm-hmm. and all his possessions along with his passport into his safe and then he you know proceeded to keep on um, maintaining his illness uh-huh. keep on giving him the drug yeah until he fully submitted into um giving his life to Charles Wow. He was like, "Oh my god, oh, you're so crazy. kind. You know, you helped me so much. You know, like you kept me from dying. You saved my life. I owe you everything." Wow. Yeah. Okay, he's literally like crazy. And so then he meets two French um teens. Um their name were Yannick and Josh. Mm-hmm. And so he proceeded to um steal their passport and kept uh-huh. it with him. And he, yeah. you know, and the two boys were like frantic and then he was like, "Oh my god, don't worry about a thing. Let me help you. I I know people in Bangkok and I'm going to get it yeah. arranged for you and everything's going to be okay. Don't even worry about paying me back for it. We can work mm-hmm. something out later." So he's basically making a situation yeah. and solving it yes, himself. Yes, he's making a impossible situation for these people and he's yeah. like their rescuer. He's coming in as like a savior. Yes, their savior. And that is mm-hmm. exactly the cult that he wants, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then lastly, he proceeds to meet a man named Ajay Chowdhury, who's from India. And this man becomes his everything, his right-hand man, his yeah. partner in crime, his confidant, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, let me inform you that Dominic, um, Yannick and Josh have no idea about the crimes. Yeah. That um Charles does, but Marie and Ajay, however, they know everything and they are part of it and they help him. Mm-hmm. And so now we. It's come. their way of paying him back. Yes, they're all in Thailand right now, and yeah. here begins just a trail of murder called oh. Hippie Trail Murders. Hippie. Hippies. So, Hippies? these are Americans or Canadians or Westerners coming to Thailand to yeah. for a spiritual journey, mm-hmm. and yeah. they want to find themselves, and yeah. they get killed by Charles. Wait, what? Yeah. They they just kind of want they just want to find themselves, not find yeah. death. Yes, they end up finding death. That's not themselves, no. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. So we start off with a lady named Teresa Knowlton who was in her bikini found dead in the beach mm-hmm. at a low tide area. And at first the police thought that, you know, she was just drunk and she just drowned. But then later they found out that she was actually forced to drown by the marks found on her head. Oh. Yeah. So months later they found out that it was actually a murder case. And that mm-hmm. was kind of the debut the starting of everything mm-hmm. next a man named Vitelli was again beaten and burned alive oh, and God. what he does is he steals all of their passports he steals all of their possessions uh. and then he kills them and next was a lady named what made him decide to just start killing people yeah I don't know he just wanted to crazy and so next is and all of them right they are in the beach yeah or they are burnt mm-hmm. they are beaten and burned that this is where he got the name bikini murders mm-hmm. because all of them are in their beach outfits right yeah and so next is a lady named stephanie yeah who was strangled her the strangulation was so strong to the point that her bones in the neck cracked Oh god Yeah again Her passports were stolen All of her Belongings Everything was stolen I don't understand Why he wants to steal Everyone's passports though That's how he travels The world By oh, pretending To right. be these people yeah. yeah And then next Is a couple Named Hank Bintanja And Cornelia Hemker They were Dutch students They met Charles And he drugged them He fell sick And then He got their passports Taken And he was kind of, you know, he wanted them to be part of the cult. Yeah. So he kind of like, you know, took care of them, fed them yeah. the medicine until they kind of felt indebted to him. Uh-huh. But I think halfway he lost his patient and he just ended up strangling them oh, and wow. putting them out in the sea in their, you know, swimwear to pretend like they drowned. Oh god. And he did this exact same thing to another couple named Connie and Lauren. Uh-huh. Now this was not in Thailand. This was in Nepal mm-hmm. because um Connie was there because she just wanted to find herself it's a spiritual retreat for herself. Yeah. And Lauren wanted to climb the Mount Everest. So mm-hmm. this was in yeah. Kathmandu, Nepal, and they were both stabbed and killed. Oh god. What is he yeah. even do this? Yeah. 
And so at this point, when he was in Nepal, in Bangkok, Thailand, yeah. um, Dominic, Yannick, and Josh, they broke into Charles's office and they found all of the passport, they found all of the belongings, they found everything. And oh. they were like, oh my god, like what is happening? What are we part of? Mm-hmm. You know, and so they proceeded to flee back home to Paris. Uh-huh. And before fleeing, they told the police everything. Oh. Yeah. And Charles was on his way back from Nepal to Bangkok when he found out about what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And so he freaking fled to India to Kolkata. And so he's at Calcutta right now, right? After murdering, like, nine people. This is just... From his hippie trail, so... What did the hippies ever do to you, man? Yeah, man, they just chillin'. Like, they they literally just chillin'. Yeah, exactly. The hippies just want peace. They want to find themselves spiritual retreat, and you just chose violence. I know, okay. And so he's at Calcutta, and... You know, this is where he'll be like, oh, shit, you know, like, I'm caught, everything's bad, everything's like done for he's this is what he believed in okay mm-hmm. he believed that he was a superhuman and no mere mortal could ever bring him down <laughs> you do you boo and so at this point this guy started planning and so he needed like a fresh new passport he could travel around with yeah and so he met a man named avani jacob he drugged him, murdered him, used his passport to go to Singapore. And then from Singapore, he went to Bangkok. And in Bangkok, um, he got arrested. Oh, they caught him? But he paid money to the corrupt police oh. of Thailand. And he managed to flee to Malaysia. Where in Malaysia, with Marie and Ajay, they started to find jewels and gems. There is uh-huh. like... um. I guess a mining area that they can get this but I have no idea that about this at all. Yeah. Yeah, but they apparently went there and then um when he rounded up back to meet Marie yeah. um to flee out of Malaysia, Ajay was nowhere to be found. Oh no. And Marie asked um him, Where's Ajay? And Charles yeah. just gave her a look that Marie understood never to ever ask about Ajay ever again. Oh, that is very, very creepy. And so here's the rumours, okay? We don't know what happened to Ajay, but the rumours are that Charles just saw no more need for Ajay. Oh. I guess maybe because he felt so betrayed by Dominique and the other two French boys that he felt like, you know, Ajay could possibly be, you know, Mm -hmm, a traitor. So he just felt like he had used up every like possible way he could use Ajay. Yeah. And so the rumor is that he just killed him and Ajay is probably now somewhere buried in a jungle in Malaysia. Oh, wait, they yeah. never found him? Never. Oh, that mm-hmm. is very creepy. Yeah. Yep, and so then, yeah, they went back. They were just running around everywhere Mm -hmm. trying to hide and make a living. They went back to Bombay Mm -hmm. where they started back their scams and everything. Yeah. Yep. 
And at this point is where Thailand was just being really affected by him because um the Thailand tourism board got really affected by knowing that there's so many American, Canadian, Westerners yeah. being murdered in Thailand. So yeah. no one wanted to visit Thailand anymore. And so it just didn't match up like the amount of money they get from tourism versus the amount of money that they get from bribe from Charles it yeah. just was not equal yeah. and so they started hunting for Charles down and not only that but the entire southeast asian community uh-huh. everyone was just ASEAN. like ASEAN yeah they were being very pressured because this guy is going around Nepal India. Yeah. He's just He's going jumping around. around. He's yeah. hopping everywhere. Yeah. They finally decided to work together. And this is when he started to be on the Interpol's most wanted list. Right. By pressure from Thailand and Southeast Asian countries around. Mm-hmm. And he's in Bombay, India. Yeah. Back to... Back much to being homeland, scamming. Yeah. yeah. He's back to scamming. He managed to get two new cult members... A Barbara and a Mary Ellen, they, all of them robbed together, killed together, drugged and robbed people. Wow. And here is where he finally gets caught, okay? Ooh. And so this is it, right? So French students were on a tour and I'm not sure about how many French students there were. An article said 60, but a documentary I watched said 22. Oh, that is a very yeah, big Yeah, that's difference. a very big number. But I feel like maybe it's 22 because 60 is just a bit too many. Maybe like um, 60 people went total but they were grouped up. So like yeah. 22 people mm. were the ones that were caught. Maybe. And so he became friends with these group of French students and he was like, oh my god, you guys, I'm from France too. Like, let's chill. Like, I know everything about Bombay. Like, this is where I spent most of my life. Like, yeah. let me help you guys. Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? What do you want to eat? Like, let me yeah. help you. And That's the, very sus. Yeah, the French... Actually, the, the French students, because they were students, yeah. they were really happy. It was their graduate trip. Uh-huh. And so they were really happy and they were like, oh my god, how lucky of us to like meet someone from France who is yeah. like you know very well knowledged in Bombay and who's also so generous you know and so kind of him yeah. how would some random stranger just be so kind to want to help them yeah and hospitality so you know he proceeded to his same ammo okay this is yeah. ammo he drugs them he robs them he either kills them or he goes away and so right. he proceeds to drug any children any I'm sorry they're not children graduate trip they're like yeah. I guess young adults any of the students, he just proceeds to drug them if they want it. He'd be like, hey, you know, Bombay's very, um, kind of, you know, you'll get some stomach aches. Do you want this pill? It will kind of yeah. help you get rid of the illness. And mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, man, oh my god, thank you. Like, prevent is always better than, you know, better safe than, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me just take this random suspicious pill that this random stranger is giving yeah. me. Ah, oh, what so, a good idea. a lot of the kids' students took, not all of them, okay? Yeah. A lot of them um, took the pills and then it okay this is it right his plan was that they would get drowsy they would go to their hotel rooms they will knock out he will go into the hotel room he will steal everything rob them of all that they have and then he would just slip out and run for it right but his medicine for some reason on this day worked a little too well Uh while all of them were together in the lobby okay i can't help but laugh at this but this is so funny they all started dropping like fleas oh my god in the lobby of the hotel like every one of them just started like bloop 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 
Oh god. <laughs> Can you imagine his horror when he's watching this? He it's the <laughs> end. Like this is the end for him. This is right. literally the end for him, okay? Because soon enough, three burly students who did not take the pill yeah. realized what was happening uh-huh. and they ran for Charles. They oh, grabbed they smart, him. Smart. They held him down and yeah. they called the police. Nice, nice. These yeah. students are amazing. They got it quick. They were like, oh my god, wait a minute. All they all took the pill. Yeah. They all took the pills. We're the only one who didn't take the pill. Yeah, and I feel fine. Let's get him. Yeah, and they called the police and that's it. Nada. And he was arrested and he was in police custody. And this is where literally Thailand, Nepal, Greece... Turkey, Afghanistan, India, and France all wanted to question him, all wanted to talk to him, all wanted to investigate and interrogate him because of the crimes that he did in their countries. Yeah. But in India, in Bombay, they were like, hold up, we got him first. He's going to go through what he did here in our soil first. Mm -hmm. And he didn't murder anyone in Bombay, India, so he didn't get any, like, murder or anything charges, yeah. no murder charges he yeah. got um charges for a the one man that he killed in india Kolkata, avani jacob mm-hmm. and he also got mur- um tried for all of the drugs yeah. robbery and he got a total of supposed to be um hung to death because of the murder yeah but Suddenly, the judge changed his mind. These people rumored to be due to corruption. Uh, he paid the judge a fee or something. Because yeah. suddenly, from you know being hung to death, he got just seven years in prison. Wait, seven years only? Bruh, it's not even ten years. Bruh, he killed someone. And yeah. then he got added another five years in prison. So, uh, yeah, in he total, should. Five years is not yeah. enough. Add like 50. Yeah. So in total, he got like what seven plus five years in prison. Yeah. And then after his sentence in prison, it is stated that he would be deported to Thailand, to for the hippie trail murders. He oh, that is a long time. Yeah. To, before he yeah. goes through the. And in Thailand, obviously, he's going to be executed because he yeah. murdered nine people in Thailand soil. And literally, the whole of Thailand is just like pissed because yeah. the whole tourism board is like flipped. Yeah, but here is what happens, right? So you would think that he's having such a hard, miserable life in one of the worst prisons in India, right? No, one I would of, actually hope that he was. No, you, you... It's like one of the most notorious, uh, most like strict prisons in India ever. Yeah. But no, 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 no. He was having the time of his life. He, he just annoys me like a lot. He has a lot of money and India was going through some financial struggles at that time. Yeah. So all the money through bribery, he was just like royalty in prison. Like he wow. was just having guests over, gourmet dinner, gourmet lunch. He controlled the inmates. Me? He was just okay, having a handphone, a cell phone, oh a God. television. Like he was living life in prison like we live on an everyday basis. Disgusting. He is. Mm. And to celebrate his 10th year in prison <laughs> Celebrate Celebrate You know what he did? He threw a massive party for the guards and the inmates And he proceeded to drug every single one of them and Did they not expect just, it? Did they not no, expect bra- it? Bra- he walked out of prison He just, just strolled it out. out He just strolled out of prison He just walked out of prison after drugging everyone there 
I really want to know how he got a hand in all those drugs, all that money, all this. What the hell? Like, you think that it's over. You think that this case is over. He got caught. He went through trial. You know, he's done. But no. He's having the time of his life. Partying, drugging everyone. He got himself arranged to be captured again by the police in India, in Bombay. Uh And he got himself another 10 years in prison. And when the judge asked him, like, why you did this? And he was just like... I just didn't feel like leaving yet. You know, I'm enjoying my stay here. I just wanted to stay a bit longer. What a brat. Just, I mean, I'm sure he did that because he knew that the second he went to Thailand, he's yeah, dead. He's dead, yeah. He just wanted to avoid um, going to Thailand to face his trial. So now, yeah. as you can see, it's like 20 years by the time he's released. Yeah. He's released at like 52 years old. Where literally everyone forgot about him. Like, literally, Greece, Turkey, Afghanistan. That's like a whole new generation. They just forget about him. They just... Because... Here's the thing, right? When time passes, the evidence, the people who are being um, your witnesses... yeah. Yeah. They're all old. They forget, you know? Evidences, they go away, you know? Memories get, like, corrupted, you know? Like, they forget what's real, what's not. And so, with all of this, they just didn't have enough to try him anymore so they don't wow. care but yeah okay so the poor victims they just never got justice yeah because of this con man yeah and so finally the families who actually remember what happened like imagine their frustration when the police are saying oh there's no more evidence it's been 20 years get over it so all the friends and families of all the victims right all they say is like one day Carmen's gonna get him Carmen's gonna get him yeah definitely yeah. And so, yeah, and so finally he was waiting for any country to accept him because all of the countries, they don't want him. France doesn't want him in their country anymore. So he's yeah. just waiting around in India. And so um, when he was out of jail, right, he got super freaking filthy rich because oh. um, all the news, all the press, all of them wanted to do interviews with him, wanted to write his you know, life into a book, autobiography, wow. a movie out of him. <laughs> and so he literally got money out of it. He milked Crazy. everyone. It's like, you want me to do an interview? Pay me. Pay me. And wow. it's a lot of money he charged. Damn, he's really yeah. just like living the life. Yeah. He never broke from his roots, huh? Still never. just out there. Yeah. And so then uh, he proceeded to literally enjoy his life. And, you know, he would just be out there sitting in coffee shops. And if you wanted, like, an interview with him, you had to pay him money for it. Wow, just like some celebrity, huh? And he gets engaged to a celebrity. Wow. Who was in, like, Big Boss or whatever. You know Big Boss? It's like... Yeah, yeah. It's like an equivalent to Big Brother, I guess. I don't know, actually. I'm, I'm sure... Um, uh, it's just a very popular show, yeah. Yeah, it's a very popular show, and it's a reality TV show, and so he became really popular because of this show again, and everyone not called like him that he's like a little serial murderer. No, people call him a serial murderer, serial yeah. killer, and yeah, and so in twenty. This is bizarre. This is just very bizarre. And so with his, you know, fame comes Nepal knocking on their door saying like, hey. You murdered those two people in our country in Kathmandu. The guy who wanted to, you know, climb Mount Everest and the girl just coming to find herself. Yeah, the hippie. The poor hippie, man. Yeah. So, their names were Connie and Lauren, right? Yeah. So, he was being given a life imprisonment and a fine. 
and he proceeded to reject it saying that you know what like no because did he just reject the fine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah here's a fine for killing people no I think the word is appeal he filed oh. for an appeal sorry <laughs> he filed <laughs> he rejected it <laughs> he filed for an appeal saying that no you have absolutely no evidence too much time has passed all your evidence are not valid anymore but now Nepal was like life imprisonment let's go and you can't reject it boo you can try but no yep and so finally in 2018 he is currently in a very critical condition in his health he's like 70 plus right now it's the karma yeah and he's had multiple open heart surgeries He's still alive now I guess but we just don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Marie his companion, yeah. he she loves him so much up till today. Mm-hmm. Um you know when he was in prison she actually wrote a letter saying like hey you know what you need younger women I'm too old for you now. Oh yeah. that's very sweet. She was in jail and then she got let out um on I think it's because she had ovarian cancer so by yeah, compassion oh. they let her um go back home to canada to be with like her family mm. or in her hometown and mm. she eventually oh, passed of ovarian cancer yeah quite unfortunate for her honestly yeah mm-hmm. and that's about it you guys that's all um this was a wild case this was i think it deserves truly it a wild case it's so think, bizarre yeah. like this yeah. is how everything happened he's still super filthy rich by the way because Every time they want to make a movie out of him or a story out of him, he yeah. gets money out of it, and oh. he signed contracts with media companies to get like interviews, mm-hmm. and he charges all the media companies. Oh wow! Yeah, so he literally he just gets he so just doesn't money. break from his roots, huh? He's just yeah. what a story. That was interesting. I have to say, it's just yeah. Ah. But that's it for today you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this case. I mean, it was yeah, a very same. interesting case to research. Um obviously rest in peace to all those that were murdered. Especially those who never got their justice. Yeah, man. Those I mean, who were just like, corrupted yeah. by time like, oh yeah, the evidence isn't yeah, too old. He is really a horrible man, but you yeah. know, I hope he got what he deserved by whatever illness he's going through now mm-hmm. um but yeah subscribe like share follow yada 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 and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.